Welcome to the Eurofinance Planner Now What podcast, an extension of the FPA DFW Meetup. My name is Hannah Moore, Certified Financial Planner and Owner of Guiding Wealth Management. I'm excited to have you join us for this episode of Eurofinancial Planner Now What as we continue our discussion on designations. Today we have with us Ben Briggs. Ben is a Certified Public Accountant and newly minted Certified Financial Planner. He is a Senior Financial Planner at RGT here in Dallas. And as a CPA, he previously served as an auditor and tax professional. I'm excited to have him on and think you'll find him interesting. Let's jump right in. Well, thank you for joining us today, Ben, on the Your Financial Planner Now What podcast. Um, just to start out, what is your background or how did you get into financial planning? Like, what's been your path to where you are today? Okay, uh, no problem, Hannah. Thanks for having me today. Um, so I I would say that I'm a little uh, along the non-traditional routes as far as uh, financial planners go. Um, I was studying for accounting and finance at SMU here in Dallas um, back in 2006-2007, and um, my original plan was to just go the public accounting route, just uh, you know, get the job as an auditor or a tax accountant and uh, work my way up through that uh, industry. And um, while searching the job boards one day, I found a position at the firm that I'm actually at now called uh, RGT Wealth Advisors. And they had an opening for an intern to do uh, cash flow reports. And uh, it paid a little more than my current position did, so I uh, applied for it and eventually accepted an internship here. And that's kind of how I first heard about financial planning and learned a little bit about um, how this particular firm serves their clients and, um, you know, just the whole financial planning process, I would say. So you almost, I mean, you really kind of fell into it. Yeah, it's 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 actually an interesting thing. Uh, at SMU, they didn't really talk too much about financial planning. You know, the emphasis was on uh, accounting, traditional accounting, and finance, uh, more of a you know analyst role or a investment role. But it, nobody really ever mentioned personal financial planning for. Uh, individuals. So how long have you been at, this, at uh, RGT? Um, so after graduating uh, SMU, I actually did go into public accounting for about two years. And um, as soon as a position opened with RGT as a financial planner, I retired from the CPA world and uh, took a job with RGT about five years ago. That's great. So how has, okay, so I guess let's take a step back. So for the CPA, can you just give us like just a basic what is it? Yeah, so uh, the CPA is a designation certification, um, stands for certified, um, I'm sorry, um, certified public accountant. And uh, basically it's a designation recognized across the country for those who are engaged in uh, preparing tax returns and or performing assurance work, which is related to audits and 
compilations of company financials. So what, okay, so if somebody wanted to become a CPA, what would they need to do? Yeah, so uh, CPA designation is a little more involved uh, than some other designations. Uh, Basic requirements in most states are uh, that you have to have at least 150 um, college credits. So that would be, um, most, most of the time it would, uh, require you to get a master's degree in accounting. And on top of that, it requires you to have at least 18 hours of upper level accounting. So that would be, um, you know, not just basic accounting that you would take in a business school, but the upper level master's classes. And um, there's also, of course, a test. It's a four-part test um, that each test, each exam focuses on a different area of accounting. So how would you compare, like, the CPA with the CFP? So, um, you know, CPA really, um, I mean, it's more geared towards the individual that's um, planning to be auditing financial statements for a corporation or preparing tax returns. Um, There is a lot of overlap between CPA and CFP. So I just recently passed the CFP exam, and um, I would say it was a um, a little bit of a review for in some aspects as far as um, recognizing financial statements and um, some of the some of the financial details that overlap between the two designations. So how has being a CPA helped you as a financial planner? Yeah, so um, several people in my firm are CPAs and really it gives credibility in the sense that um, our clients know that we are well practiced in the areas of tax and just general accounting. So when we're reviewing a tax return or um, coordinating their tax return with a CPA, we can speak that language that the CPA is speaking. And we really understand, you know, the ins and outs of every line item on the tax return. And so that, I think, in some sense, that gives us a um, a more cohesive relationship with the CPA and also with the client because we can translate that CPA language into um, something that's a little more client-friendly. Um, and then also uh, our clients ask us to review a lot of what we would call private investments. So um, just recently, one of our clients asked us to review a wine investment that his friend was interested in him coming in on. And, uh, you know, we were able to, or I was able to look at the financials and just do a detailed analysis and say, you know, this is not a healthy company. We would really recommend that you don't invest in this. And it gives, gives us a little more insight into uh, issues like that that, you know, we have a prior expertise in. You guys don't file a client's taxes, is that right? 
That's correct. At our firm, uh, we actually, we outsource, uh, the CPA duties or the tax return duties. And, uh, we feel like that eliminates any type of conflict, uh, within the firm as far as, um, you know, just acquiring clients to either do their tax work or do their financial planning work. Right. So you came in. So you came in as a CPA. That was kind of your foundation. What advice would you have for somebody who's really starting out as a CFP and interested in getting the CPA? Kind of going the other way. Yeah. So I would I would say that's definitely a little more untraditional as far as um, the order of designations go. Um, typically, you're gaining the experience as a CPA, which which a lot, you know, leads into becoming a CFP. I would say a CFP is a more specialized version of a CPA, if that makes sense. Um, but if you were interested in getting the CPA, I would, you know, I would really look at your career trajectory and say, you know, would this would this benefit me to obtain this designation? Because it is it is very involved. So if you if you have an undergraduate degree. You may have 120 credit hours. Uh, you would have to go back to school and obtain those other 30 hours of credits. So that's approximately 10 classes that you would have to take. And then on top of that, uh, the CPA exam, review courses, and other things take at least a year to two years. So you would be looking at, you know, at least Three or four years from the from the time you began the process until the time you were actually awarded the CPA designation. So I would just I would recommend looking at that um, at that timeline and see if that fits in with your career goals. With the CPA and the CFP, like what career paths do you have that just somebody with a C, CFP wouldn't have? I would say. There's some opportunities that are open to a CPA and CFP uh, that might not be open to just a, a someone who holds a CFP, and I think those opportunities would be, you know, maybe running a family office that uh, that requires you to both understand the accounting side of things and also um, the financial planning side, so you would be in sorts wearing two hats as far as that goes. Um, I think there's also a lot of opportunity in the private equity world since um, deals are, you know, constantly requiring that there's somebody looking into the financials and then also advising the individuals involved on how this would affect them personally. So. That's always a possibility. So, in general, um, from your experience, what advice do you have for planners who are new to the profession? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, what's worked for me is, first and foremost, um, build your network. So, uh, this is a referral-based business that most advisors don't do a lot of advertising, so you don't typically have people knocking at your door, you know, ringing your phone constantly to 
15 year services. So I would say keep the network that you have and, and build upon that. And also make sure that you're obtaining networking contacts that are benefit, that can benefit you and also that you can benefit those individuals that you're involved with. So, uh, it's always networking is a very mutually beneficial relationship if it works well. And then also just learn the fundamentals of financial planning. So be able to explain what you're talking about to clients. Um, get as much in-depth knowledge as you can as far as the different areas of financial planning go. And just, you know, really become an expert at it because clients can tell if you're just a salesperson versus somebody that's actually passionate about financial planning and somebody that really enjoys helping clients. And um, another thing is, you know, pick pick a career path that's, that suits your personality. So if you're more of the entrepreneurial spirit and you feel that you'd like to build your practice from scratch, then go that route. If you're if you enjoy the the uh, safety of a paycheck twice a month and you know, you're not worried about, you're more worried about, you know, getting on a good career path and just working your way up through an organization than do that. Just do whatever fits your personality. I think that's such great advice um, because I feel like we try to pigeonhole or match ourselves up with somebody else and maybe that's not who we are. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there as far as financial planning goes. So don't just, don't just take the first thing that comes along, just Make sure that you're really um, exploring all opportunities and making the choice that best fits you. So when you say that, like, there's lots of opportunities within financial planning, um, I hear a lot of young people say, you know, well, where are they or where do I go find them? How, wh- where would you go to to see more opportunities? Um, yeah, so I think start with your network. Um, just, you know, ask people if you're if you're in financial planning, if you're working through the CFP process, then you've likely made some contacts in the industry. So you know, go to your network. If, if you know somebody that works at a large firm, go talk to them. If you know somebody that's on their own, go talk to them. If you know somebody that's at a boutique firm um, like RGT, go talk to them. And just really try to utilize your network to uh, get some insider information on the industry. Uh, there's also an annual career day through the FPA um, that uh, several of the employers in Dallas participate in. So that's a great, a great way to meet new people and also get an idea as to what the different opportunities out there are. Um, yeah, and I, I would say just you know, just keep your options open and keep keep an open mind to all different types of opportunities. Well, is there any other piece of advice or thoughts that you have either about the CPA or the financial planning profession, those who are new to it? I would just say that uh, it's, a really, it's a great profession to be in, and if you find the right place at the right time, and, you know, do do the best you can 
at that place that you can have a really rewarding and um, good career in this industry. Thanks for joining us for another Year of Financial Planner Now What podcast. And we really appreciate our guest, Ben, for joining us. You can find him at rgtadvisors.com. We're glad you joined us and want to make this podcast full of relevant and rich content. If there's anything you want to hear or have any suggestions, you can reach me by email at hannah at guidingwealth.com or find me on Twitter at guidingwealth. If you're in Dallas, we'd love to see you at our in-person meeting on April 14th. You can find out more details on fpadfw.org or by visiting financialplannerpodcast.com. On the website, financialplannerpodcast.com, you can find other episodes, show notes from today's episode, relevant links, or join our email list to find out about upcoming news and events. Thanks for listening.